Let the games begin. Inconceivable! Come with me if you want to live. Do or do not. There is no trouble. Welcome to the Cine Siblings Draft, the show where two brothers pick a category within films and draft five movies to build the best possible top five. I'm Ian. I'm James. And today we are drafting Ooh. horror movies, spooky movies, scary films. It's Halloween time. It's spooky time, and we're drafting Halloween movies, scary movies, horror movies, whatever thrillers. They might count. Depends. Uh, but first. James, what's the last movie you watched? I got to watch Jurassic Park with my son for the first time. How old is he? He's eight years old. So um, just the right amount of scary to actually scare him. Um, And it had been so long, I'd actually forgotten that Jurassic Park is scary. Because I've seen it so many times, none of the jump scares actually get me anymore. Right, right. And they haven't gotten me for years. And uh, uh, I just talked to your son, and he said it's the scariest movie he's ever seen, and which is scarier. He said it was scarier than The Quiet Place, which I don't know. Maybe. Huh? Who, who knows? I, well, I think we'll talk about that on the next <laughs> time. But uh, yeah, I think, though, it really brought something back to me with the nostalgia of, of certain films and maybe, and maybe forgetting how scary sometimes Spielberg can actually be. But what is uh, the last movie you watched? I watched The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, which is a very, very pretty movie. It's very beautifully shot, but uh, very long. Very, It's weirdly uh, pieced together, but yeah, that's the last one we watched. When did that come out? Ooh, 2005. Uh, 2000, I'm going to say 2004, and then I'm going to look it up. Okay, well, I didn't know uh, if that was a new film because I haven't actually heard of it. So oh, no, um, yeah. it sounds like one I may need to check out. Yeah, well, just checking back in. It was actually 2007 when it came out. Brad Pitt and Casey Affleck as the two title characters. Nice. Pretty, pretty awesome movie. Um, so, Ian, how are we doing this draft? Well, first, I guess we need to flip a coin to see who gets first pick. The 101, I feel like, is very, very important in this dra- in this draft. Specifically right. horror. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Ian, call it in the air. Heads. Heads it is. Oh, snap. All right. Well, before we start the draft, what is your relationship with this uh, genre within film? I have traditionally not very good with horror movies um so part of the problem is is i get scared uh, for horror movies and i always have and i i remember as a little kid begging and begging and begging and begging to watch scary movies um and since it can't be on the draft uh the original stephen king's uh miniseries it yeah uh came on and I was, I think that was what, 1989, 1990, 1991, something around there. So I'm, you know, four or five years old at the time, begging to stay up late and watch it. And because, you know, it's a clown movie and, you know, that sounds cool. 
And, An uh, evil clown movie. Yeah, well, I didn't know that at the time. And my <clears> dad <throat> finally relented and let me watch it. And that was not... That was not a sweet move. Um, so even still to this day, it, he teases me with that. So hello, Jamie boy. Yes, that's, uh, that's that. But uh, otherwise, I mean, I like I like mildly scary films, but I tend to not like gore and things. I, I tend to be too empathetic. So like I like things like Saw. I put myself in in that that position. And I don't feel good after I see them. We watched the Saw movies together, and you, I feel like you liked them. I at least the first three. It was okay. It, it just it part of it was I was distracted too, so okay. we were kind of making jokes as we did that. So that was a long time ago, though. Right. Um, but now I really I have a, I have a tough time enjoying horror movies after the fact if they are. Like, too scary, too much evil, that sort of thing. Yeah, I hear you. My, I think my relationship with horror is definitely a love-hate. I love watching horror movies. I love the experience. I like the rush it gives you, the jumps, the, you know, the feeling in your stomach, the being tense in your chair, you know, afraid for the characters' lives. I love all that. But the aftermath, when it's time to go to sleep, I don't. I kind of struggle sometimes and uh, it, I think it has to partly do with my sleep paralysis issues. And then I'm also a morbid thinker. So I, I think through all the worst possible things after the fact, while I'm watching it, I'm in the zone. I love it. But uh, my first horror movie was nightmare on Elm street. The original, when I watched it when I was in third grade, our parents were pretty lax on what they allowed us to watch. Yeah. And uh, I think we begged our older brother to rent us a movie from Blockbuster, uh, which he obliged. And uh, I didn't sleep for two nights. We shared a room, and that was, you know, pretty terrible. I, I watched you sleep to make sure you were okay, and then I didn't want to get caught in one of those messed up dreams, so I didn't sleep. Uh, and that's kind of how my relationship with horror continues to be. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, uh I've got the first pick here, and there's a clear 101. There's the clear first round, Joe Burrow, if we're talking football, it's The Exorcist. I'm taking The Exorcist, first pick overall. It's the movie all horror movies are compared to nowadays. Yeah, you have your Hitchcock's movies. Yeah, you have Psycho. But The Exorcist was a phenomenon culturally, worldwide. People were passing out in the theater. The news was covering it. This is the first pick, and it's on my list. That's fine, because it wasn't even on my short list. Um, here's mine. I'm taking number one, Alien. The original. Ah, it's on my list. The original Alien. In space, no one can hear you scream. This one is so good in that it is a horror movie masquerading as a sci-fi film. Oh, absolutely. But when you watch it, so little of the sci-fi is ever really addressed. But it's just enough to intrigue you and draw you into the setting. But it's enough to really get you comfortable in this, well, 
not in this spaceship, but you don't actually ever feel really comfortable. You feel uncomfortable with it going in because it's got this kind of claustrophobic feel. Um, and, and I think just really Scott just does a really amazing job with this film. Very frightening. So that is my first pick. Yep. It's on my list for sure. And if it came back to me, I would have taken it number two. Uh, my number two, uh, I'm going to have to I'm tilt in a little bit here because I don't know what all you're familiar with. Second overall, I'm taking 28 Days Later. This film is top to bottom, one of my favorite films uh, in this genre. I think it kickstarted the zombie craze in the modern era. I th yeah, you could you could say Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, all those Romero films, but this one is a better movie than those. It's I think it's got more to say. It's 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 so good. I mean, we did an entire podcast on this, and we, we talked for five hours. I mean, we condensed it down, but this movie, every shot is oozing with something, you know, some sort of symbolism, some sort of something to say. It's way more than just a horror movie, and that's why I picked it number two. Okay, that's fair. This one's tough for me. Um, being that I know there's a lot of classic horror films to pick from. Um, and, and frankly, I'm not sure if I need to represent uh, things that I like versus things that I think are more scary. It's kind of like picking your your fantasy football team where you're kind of like, ooh, that, that, play, that next player is available, but he's from the rival team, and I don't really want to root for them. Um, and like so a Saints fan can't pick Matt Ryan. It's just not happening. I've seen it happen, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> but so I really just kind of got to go with the things that I like. Um, and I am going to go with my new classic, A Quiet Place. Nice, nice. Uh, you know, I think we're going to, I mean, we talked about that one too, you know, at, at length, I think that movie is powerful in what it has to say as well. But I do find that it has some issues that upon deeper inspection that I have a problem with. I think that the theme, the thematic. The, the, the acting and the themes and what it has to say, I, I love the movie. Okay. I like the movie, but I think... The plot holes in the film drag it down for me out of the top five. And, and we haven't discussed that yet. <clears throat> a Quiet Place is going to be our our next uh, our next foray into this. So be on the lookout for that. It'll be the next movie we cover in in depth. Um, all right. So my third my third round pick is actually this isn't a snake draft, is it? No. Okay. Not when it's the, just the two of us. Okay. Future, future, we're gonna have guests on some of our friends, and we'll we'll do Snake. But okay. for now, I mean, I got Exorcist, and you got Alien. Those are two hotly contested. These are the scariest movies of all time. Mm -hmm. Giving you a choice right after it would be kind of fair enough. Yeah. So the my third round pick is actually my favorite 
horror movie. It's uh, it follows. It's a little. It's an independent film. It's beautifully shot, wide angle lens. It. I mean, I. What else? I don't even know what to say about this film. It's it's amazing. Um, it. Have do you know about it? James? I've never. No, I've never seen it. Okay. Uh, the actors, young, teenager. You wouldn't know them. Unknowns. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's about a young woman who is followed by an unknown supernatural force after a sexual encounter. This thing follows you around until it kills you, and it can appear as anything. Sometimes okay. it's like just an old lady. Sometimes it's your mom. Sometimes it's, but it always just walks, and eventually it will catch up to you. And uh, it, when it kills you, it comes to it. It goes to the person that gave you this, and it's like a sexually transmitted horror but it's it's not it's not that's not what the the that's not what it's about it's, that's just the yeah it's it awesome sounds, it sounds like a an abstinence course it does it does but that if you dive deep into this film it is about so much more and it's well acted it's set in a very obscure time like you don't really know like the cars are kind of old the technology is like the cell phones are weird okay um but so it's my favorite horror movie of all right now of course it's going to change as time goes on but right now i think that's my my uh my pick all right fair enough all right so my number three pick and i'm gonna leave the supernatural realm a little bit and Chomp into Jaws. Dun, 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 uh, I, I had trouble deciding, but I think I, I grew up hearing about when Jaws was first released, and, and our dad was actually in the Marine Corps at the time doing uh, survival training um, in, in the water. So, like ocean uh, survival training. So, uh, I remember hearing the stories about them watching this in the theater Yikes. and <laughs> having to go do survival training. And uh, they, they did not enjoy that very much, as you could probably imagine. But I think the thing with Jaws is that it's relatable in that most of us at some point do visit the ocean. And some of us have to do it more often than not because, you know, maybe our wives like to go visit the beach. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like and how so, many times I, I, I want a count on how many times our wives collectively have gone to the beach this year. I don't want to count. I think I've been once and my wife has been, I, I think six. Yeah. Too many girl trips. Yeah. But anyway, the idea is with Jaws, it's it's a relatable horror. It's not one that if you don't really hold to the supernatural, right. it, it's not something that really has to suspend your disbelief all that much. Um, and in that way, it's really quite scary. And people, it just plays on a fear that a lot of people have. Um, so... I want to choose Jaws as my number three. Respectable pick. All right, Ian, what's your number four pick? My number four, I think I'm going to stay with the more modern films. Uh, the debut film from director Ari Aster, Hereditary. This film blew my, 
Wow. I mean, I can't even put into words what I felt during this movie. I saw it in the theater with our niece and we she's walked older. She's yeah, no, she's, she's not a, a child. She's a teenager. <laughs> and she's a she loves horror. So we went and saw it and we had no idea what we were walking into. This movie absolutely terrifying. We walked out going, What did we just watch? And uh this movie captures everything from feeling unsettling the the unsettling feelings the strained family dynamic that's i mean that's what the movie's about just like ugh, i can't get over just thinking about this movie and like i talked about earlier i had problems sleeping the night i watched this all i could think about was all night long Hereditary, my number four pick. Well, I was actually thinking of going somewhere a lot lighter. Um, and that's probably just the differences of, of, of approach we're taking with it. <laughs> I find this next movie to be enjoyable, and it's not only a good spooky movie, it's also a good Christmas movie. No! Gremlins. I enjoy this movie also so Spielberg, much. Spielberg, right? I don't remember. I think it's also this is also Spielberg. Well, either way, uh, <laughs> I didn't really look them all up, um, but I remember watching this as a kid and being quite scared of it. Um, I think the practical effects are really quite good, um, and I really like the idea of it also doubling as a as a Christmas film. I did try to let my son watch this when he was seven last year because he is big, or thinks he is anyway, into uh, spooky movies, <laughs> as he says. He likes spooky stuff, and he couldn't finish it. I'm um, sorry. Steven Spielberg It was an executive producer. Okay. Not that, the director. That makes some sense. Um, so it's it's perhaps too scary for kids, but it's also classic in that it kind of helped shape the, the PG 13 rating, um, along with, uh, Indiana Jones and the temple of doom. So the, yes, uh, chilled monkey brains, yeah, uh, is the movie's terrifying. And eyeball soup. Um, so I mean that, that, but I think though gremlins has its place in, in the horror genre, even though it's, satirical it's funny in some ways it is also scary i think though it maybe it's the nostalgia factor and nostalgia has a big role to play in horror films and the when you watched what and what stuck with you um and also phoebe cates damn straight i think gremlins is a great choice it's gonna it really rounds out your draft pick so you know it's a it kind of gives you another little dip into another sort of subgenre of uh, of horror. Fair enough. My last pick. Before you do your last pick, I want your, well, I guess we can't do honorable mentions until, because I have to pick two. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Do, we'll well, do yeah, your we'll honorable talk. mentions after. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm stuck. I'm either going to go old school or I'm going to go Modern again. I think you should go old school, but well, we'll. 
but I have two new school picks and then one old school, uh, one old older pick. I'm on tilt. I don't know what to do. I think I'll watch this movie more as time goes on. So I'm going to go with the rewatchability. I don't think I'll ever watch the old school movie ever again because of how bad it messed me up afterward. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going with the witch. The, I also watched this movie with our niece and the entire time I watched it again. I've watched it more than once, but the entire time we're going, what did we get ourselves into? Um, and this is also about a strained family relationship. I don't want to give spoiler, spoiler, spoilers away, but if you haven't seen this movie, go watch it. It's terrifying, but it's not, it's subtle. It gives you the entire movie. You're tense. You know what I mean? So this movie was a big deal when it came out and this director is going to do amazing things within the genre. All right. Well, I think my favorite or my, my fifth pick at least, I am going to go out on a limb and go with a controversial director in some ways and a controversial actor in some ways and pick signs. Ooh, I, I love signs, but I think you picked the wrong M. Night Shyamalan movie. Well, I could... You know what else was on my list from M. Night Shyamalan? The Village. And I know people hate that film, but I, like I it love too. it. I love it, too. I wish it had the scarier ending yeah. that we all kind of wanted um, and, and let the twist just be the twist alone, but... Um, no, Signs is is going to be my pick. I I like the um, I like the tale. I'm I'm I don't care what anybody says. I'm a Mel Gibson fan. I I love his acting. I think it's my nostalgia attachment to his his portrayal in Braveheart. And you know, I'm an English teacher, and Hamlet's a big thing. And I think I think he's a brilliant actor. I don't think and director. That, I think he's yeah, an amazing director. I mean, if you never seen apocalypto or hacksaw ridge two movies he directed but didn't act in you're really cutting yeah you're missing out you know and so anyway i think signs is good um i'm an m night Shyamalan fan have been i haven't seen everything he's done and at this point um but do you remember going to see the happening the one with that is not that good that is the terriblest (laughs) worst movie i've ever seen in the theater and i saw norbit starring eddie murphy in the theater (laughs) It was the worst experience. I hated The Village the first time I watched it. I loved it. Was it was only upon re-watching it that I discovered how awesome it is. But I think The Sixth Sense would have been the correct. See, and I didn't really think of that as, as a horror mil- the, a horror film. And I I mean, I just didn't think of it in that way. And I I almost thought you were going to challenge the, the fact that Signs was... Oh, Signs is one is I love Signs. Uh, yeah, well, no, I thought you might challenge that it fit the genre. Because it's not exceedingly scary. It And some of the the, the ideas like... Um, I guess it's it's the, the alien genre, the UFO, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the right. E.T. kind of genre. There's a lot to find scary in those films. But I don't really see them as 
horror films. Have you seen the theory floating around online that they are not aliens, but they're demons? Yes, I actually have. And I, I actually kind of countenance the whole concept of um, extraterrestrials being, or, or the what we consider to be aliens or extraterrestrials to be actually uh, demonic or some sort of uh, spiritual type creatures that are kind of beyond the material plane rather than just coming from, you know, millions of light years away, which seems to create some problems. Um, there's also the concept of them being extra dimensional, but all that comes into play. And I think that actually works well with signs and the religious imagery mm. with that of lost faith and regaining faith and, sure. and the providence and, um, you know, believing and holding to the sovereignty of of god so that's that's all very kind of within the realm so you want to recap our our draft picks first and then we can hit some honorable mentions all right i got the exorcist 28 days later it follows hereditary and the witch and i james has alien a Quiet Place, Jaws, Gremlins, and Signs. Yeah, I got the... You've got the, like, uh, what's the... The PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> you got the PG-13, and I've got the R-rated. Uh, other I think than, everything I think, on my list is R-rated. Other than Alien... Oh, no, I think Jaws is... Uh, wait, no, it was before... Oh, I guess it was before that, so... Mm. Does it get? Did it's it get, probably PG. I don't know. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, Alien I think is rated R. Yes. Yeah. Pretty darn sure it's rated R. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got um, chest language enough, and, and yeah. Yeah. So other than other than Alien being rated R, like the rest of these movies, I I have let my my children watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, He'll so. watch it. I'm sure you'll let him watch Alien when he hits preteen. Oh yeah, sure. And then he'll want to sleep in our room, but. Sure. Yeah, I, I actually have let my kids watch this. And I think, you know, like looking at some of these, I see he watched Signs and he didn't find it that terribly scary. Right. But unlike us, we we were, well, as children, we watched X-Files every Sunday night. Yeah, we did. As a family, turning off all the lights yep. and watching this and all these specials that came on TV about UFOs and stuff like that. So we were a bit more steeped in the alien ufo kind of stuff which mythos i mean i guess my list kind of belies a little bit that i find that that stuff a little more scary than than what's the movie average it's like done like a mockumentary done like a documentary district nine no, no that one's awesome that one's that's not weird. horror no i thought it's you were one, about it's aliens. about like abductions oh i don't know I've well, seen so many that are that are like documentaries about abduction. But it's a movie. I, I'm not sure. Uh, okay. Anyway, some honorable mentions for me are Rosemary's Baby. That's the one I couldn't decide about. That movie. That movie messed me up. Um, the Conjuring, the new It. It yeah. Chapter Two was kind of eh, but it was I liked I never it a watched lot. Chapter Two. I the, my problem with it. And it's it's the same reason why I find a quiet place so scary, because I'm a I have a, I'm a parent to young children. Right. So like my son goes, 
this isn't that scary. And my wife and I are like, you'll get it. Like, you'll get it when you're older. Son. You'll, yeah, you'll get it when you're older. And so, you know, but the, it is, it's a, it's a sort of thing. But the first scene in it where the little boy gets his arm, you know, Georgie, little Georgie gets his arm bitten off by the, the clown. The thing is, is it's so graphic. And the kids at the time sounded like my kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, I wanted to get up and walk out. I, I didn't. And I was just like, this won't be the whole movie. But if it is, I can't take it. So it's just one of those things of like, it's enjoyable. Uh, it, it, and to an extent, and I do like it. it. I thought about it, but it just isn't a movie that I'm going to rewatch. And I think that's really what I based my list on was rewatchability. So some of my honorable well, mentions. I'm not, hold oh, on. Well, you could get some of yours in. All right. But let me, Jurassic Park is one. I'm surprised you didn't take it. I wanted to, but I felt like you went with doing, Jaws. I went with Jaws because of the relatability um, and the let's say that the I want to. I, I don't mean degradation of the Jurassic Park movies, but the degradation of the Jurassic Park movies. Uh, they, there are some pretty bad Jaws sequels as well. Yes, but there's. They're not still making. I guess you, you have like the Meg and like some, some they've, stuff they've like that. They've evolved away from they, the Jaws franchise, but. right? But the thing is, is that they're not they're not great. But the, but Jurassic Park into Jurassic World, they just got progressively worse, and they also didn't keep in with the horror genre. Right. It's more I don't, of an action adventure. It's now. action adventure. It's it's Fine. suspense, family kind of, friendly. I mean, it's it's a little, it's still somewhat gory, but it doesn't have the same kind of of horror elements that the original had. Um, so I didn't I didn't pick it for that. Um, I, I mentioned the village, um, one that that I, I really that came to mind uh, when I was talking about Jaws that I hadn't thought about in a really long time, but really did enjoy as a kid and found it. Probably, it's probably something I, I had to get over. Um, arachnophobia. Yeah. Uh, a, a classic. It's funny in some elements, but it's also quite frightening. Isn't John Candy the exterminator in that movie? John Goodman. Hmm. Maybe I'm good. All right. Well, wrong John. Yeah. From, from the 70s and 80s. Uh, another one from me is The Babadook. Uh if you haven't, I you need to watch it. It's it's about a mother and a son in their relationship. I think he's autistic, but there is a malevolent force, sort of. It depends on how you uh, perceive what's going on, and uh, it's it's pretty terrifying. But I love just going up. Me and Emily and some friends watching it together, and I love my wife. I like going up behind her and just going, Baba Duke. She's like, stop it. Uh, another one is The Autopsy of Jane Doe. This movie's wicked. Like, it you it starts off and you think it's going to be about this sort of uh, uh, kind of investigative cop drama. They find the this strange body at a crime scene and then it turns south supernatural malevolent force crazy real quick and uh 
I enjoyed it. The I think I enjoyed it the first time I watched it more than the second time, though. So I don't know that I'm going to keep coming back to that one. That's why it didn't land on my list. One one that I wanted to think about, and, and it it's not one that I, I really considered drafting, but because it's a kid's movie. Um, but it's one of those kid's movies that uh, you look at it now as an adult and you're like, I cannot believe they made this for children. It's quite scary. The Witches. I haven't seen that's it. A, that's a, it's a film based on a, a, a Roald Dahl book. Um, so it, it's it's like all it, the all the um, we had it as a, as a kid. Is it a dark one of the dark times of Disney movies? No, I don't think I don't think it's Disney. Uh, I mean, it, it's one of those where all the the witches are getting together for their annual hubbub in England, and they uh, this little boy and his grandmother are together, and so like they have this kind of adventure and the little boy is turned into a mouse and basically has to try to survive these witches in the books ending uh, is different from the films. And actually really, it really upset the author that they, that the film had the different ending, but it, it has elements that are so frightening, not as an adult, but as a kid. And since it's made for kids, I mean, it's horror movies are made to scare your target audience. Right. So in that regard, it doesn't really count as a horror movie, but it's it's definitely a scary film in some respect. Yeah. So I think I think it deserved an honorable mention. There's a lot of classic movies. Uh, you mentioned A Nightmare on Elm Street. That was on my short list. Um, the, the problem with the 80s slasher films is that they watch them now and they don't hold up. Right. So like I don't know that I'll ever go back and watch them. I mean, I have just to watch, to see them. And it is a horror genre that my wife will watch with me mm-hmm. during Halloween times and they're nostalgia films, but they're not good. Well, like, it's like they're I not remember. the quality of horror we're getting now is this independent kind of mm-hmm. let the director run and do whatever he wants to with the film. Um, you didn't see that. I mean, now you get these slasher movies and then they have 18 sequels and they're all trash. Right. Well, and I would be remiss if um, if our buddy Josh heard this and we did not mention Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I was not a fan. Um, have you seen? But I don't have the nostalgia factor. I, I watched it as a, a grown man for the first time because he was appalled that I never saw it. So we did a we did a watch party and we watched all these like B roll, tra- you know, B movie trailers or D movie. They were so bad. Right. And like, you know, it's like death of the blood or whatever. <laughs> and you're just like, well, what is this? This is so horrible. And you're, you're watching and you go, okay. And then, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I can see why it's scary. It, but a part of the problem is it follows so many tropes and it's formulaic, even though it necessarily, it wasn't necessarily so when it came out. Right. Um, and it, or it did things, it, it's an influential movie. And that's fine. It just, it's like, and we're going to have to get into it on another time. It's like when I've rewatched Return of the Jedi and tried to watch it without nostalgia in play. And I went, huh, okay. That's got some 
really bad elements to it. And I, mean, I go zero plot to the movie. I mean, it's well, just oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, no, no. Are no. you talking about Return, Return of the, of the Jedi? Jedi. <laughs> I mean, well, there's pure. zero plot to both of them. But you have to look at that well, as, as the final act of a, a three, right? Three yeah, and and so series. But the thing is, is what I was trying to to explain is, you know, a lot of these films like Jason, Halloween, C- Carrie, although Carrie's Stephen King, no, so it's a little Carrie's different. totally not Carrie. That. Carrie's so, totally different. Okay, but um, you know, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Did I say? I thought I said that one. Um, they they have this nostalgia factor. A Child's Play is one that I was Ooh, thinking of. I love um, I love the Child's Play series. I I, I mean, when you watch time. it, it's Pokey, yeah, but it's but if if you're watching it for the first time, like away from that, and it's like you're kind of above being scared by those sorts of things, right? It doesn't have the same effect. Uh, one that's still good that we probably should have mentioned, I really did consider it, um, was uh, Poltergeist. Um, uh, I haven't seen that movie in a very long time, it's on my list to rewatch, but I never. Here. I mean, I mean, I know. About I mean, it. there, it's it's good, and and I probably should have picked it on my list, right? Um, looking back now, um, and it's it's one of those that that really did have some some good fear factor elements, and and as a, it's good for those scary, like your parent. Oh, well, this poltergeist, you know, it's it's haunting this little girl in in part, and you know, I there's mean, but there's also a lot of stuff like that little girl died and she right while the, very when she was very young uh and i don't think she was able to finish filming the sequel there's a lot of lore with that film so, that, that's like urban I, myth and things like that and yeah, some things are cursed are, film set uh they that they used actual skeletons for the scene in the the swimming pool or whatever right um but i think that's not true but who knows have you seen the Get Out or Us, the Jordan Peele? I didn't see Us. I did see Get Out. Um, it was good. I, I, I liked it. I didn't, you know, I go in and I kind of thought that it was going to have a, like a really strong political bent. And like, because people make lots of stink or hay about, you know, whatever movie du jour comes out and they go, oh, well, they have this political agenda. And I watch it and I go, okay, I kind of I like get it, but like, it's still they they're still just in it to make a, a good movie and maybe say some things or raise some questions um but it's not it was not like heavy-handed but it wasn't it's also not one that i kind of look at and go that was groundbreaking either like it's it's not it doesn't stick out to me as particularly memorable as a film on i need to rewatch both of those us was particularly awesome um, yeah, I, I, think I, us, I wanted to see that one and I, think, I just haven't. I think uh, I've only seen each of those movies once. And I think if I watched them more, they might have ended up on my my top five. Fair enough. I think rewatchability is it's a, a huge, big factor. Yeah, it's, it's huge. So, um, All right. So James, what are we going to be drafted in the next month? Well, next month, in honor of Thanksgiving and this time that we get to spend with our family, <gasps> I want to do family movies. Cut complete contrast uh, to the horror genre, and um, I think I think it'll be kind of fun to see 
where we go with this. Yeah, instead of the dysfunctional families of Hereditary and the Babadook, we're going with the functional families, like the Seavers. Things to make you feel good. I guess. This is going to be an interesting one for sure. All right, well, this has been the Cine Siblings Podcast. I'm Ian. I'm James. Until next time, go watch a new movie. Or catch an old one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Cine Siblings Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cine Siblings Pod.